Hi, this is Doug from Final Plank Media. You know, we have a lot of fun here at Good Better Quest, but do you know what isn't fun? Bigotry. We celebrate Pride Month, and we stand in solidarity with Black Lives Matter, and we want to encourage you to do the same. So, find out how you can serve in your area to amplify voices that have gone unheard for too long. Get involved. Wave a pride flag, make a sign, join the protest, or use your podcast to tell all the racist, homophobes, and transphobes to go fuck themselves. Do what you can with what you have. You don't have to play a hero to be one. And now, back to our program. Last time we came out here, I killed me a handful of goblins. I need to hear from you if there will be zero goblin killing. I swear on my axe that I will not kill a goblin unprovoked. Had a little bit of a tumble there, bro. You all right? Nope, nope. I don't like this thing. I don't, I don't like it. But no, 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 cash. No, no, cash. No, 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 no. But look at it. No, no, cash. Yardy, on Durak's shoulder, you see a teeny tiny little blue person. Tag, you're it. What's, what's got you so down, sugar? We killed us a, a quicklin. She stumbles back into a, a an armoire. Did he say, tag, you're it? Drag nods his head again. You killed Timmy. He was my only competition in the woods. I fucking hated that guy. Back home, I'm the kingpin. Is that something? I don't know. And just knocks it back. You've never told me you've done anything like this. This guy right here is the is the best guy. Hold on. I'm sorry. Is Cash pretending to be drunk right yes. now? I think what the little one said is, shoot, he go bang, bang. Best from afar and far from the best. But it's better than good. It's good, better quest. Everybody. Welcome back to Good Better Quest. I am your Fungin Master David Hallman. So previously on Dragon Ball Z, we all went into the woods. Chaos ensued. <laughs> it just I really I really want to reiterate how much I love you guys, but I don't know what it is. I think I'm I'm gonna put the onus solely on Doug. For always being the reason I have to come up with a woods adventure when I wasn't ready for one. Can I tell you something? And I just, I mean this from the heart, my friend. Like, three hours ago, I was talking to Jen, and I was like, baby, the last time we got into some hijinks is because Durak dragged him out into the woods. (laughs) Tonight, it's on. Because Durak (laughs) taking him out to the woods. (laughs) <laughs> it's not a bad well, place the, to be i mean the difference is now you're level five instead of level one so that's good there is that we're just more dangerous exactly so you're you're in the woods oh do we get a short you rest met, or hit points or anything i would say you can have a short rest if you want before you uh start moving again hanging out with ruby ann so you you went in the woods, you met Trey the Treant, who Durak intimidated into crying, which was also 
sap, which is tree blood and tears, apparently. So it's truly horrific. You ran into a quickling in the woods playing a deadly game of tag. After doing that, Durak was worried that he maybe killed Rubian or someone related to Rubian. When they made it to Rubian's house, turned out he was actually her competitor and she was so thankful. Siggy bought a shit, what Rubian called a quickling kilo of such, which is that glitter drug. And she told you about some strange goings on with the Ristabeth here in the woods. So what y'all want to do now? I want to jump in really quick and say I performed a song of rest while taking our short rest. So everyone regains an extra 1d6 hit points. Ooh, nice. Sweet. And if you're questioning, I sang Tootsie Roll. Because you can't, <laughs> you can't feel bad listening to Tootsie Roll. Oh my god! I will pay for us to buy the rights to Tootsie Roll to put <laughs> in this part. Better yet, let's get me doing a cover of it. I think you can do seven seconds without. Uh. <laughs> so what? What? What y'all want to do? You want to ask questions? You want to buy shit from Ruby Ann? She's she's still there. I feel like we've already bought shit from Ruby Ann, right? You can buy more shit. I mean, I reckon. Yardy is darting around like a cat who's about to get fed. He doesn't really even know the direction that they're supposed to be going in. He's just kind of running into a path and turning around and looking like, oh, we're not going? Okay. And then he, like, runs back. And he he doesn't meow because he understands that people aren't going to understand what that means. But he does, he kind of, like, grunts like a kid. Just, <clears throat> And then he just <laughs> he does that a couple of times, waiting for Durak to figure out where they're going. What's going through Yardy's mind as he's grunting? I, I want to go. I want to go. Like we're we're having fun. We're on an adventure, and I'm I'm making friends. Like I want to go. I want to do some more. We got we got to go. Durak sees the physical act of him grunting and like his jowls moving, but he oh, hears. Yeah. But he hears exactly what you were thinking. Oh shit. And and he cocks his head a little bit, and then he just kind of shakes it off and, and doesn't say anything to anybody. I like that. That's I like I like where that's going. I think Cash chimes in now that I've sobered up and kind of looks down at Siggy. <laughs> Siggy gives a thumbs up. <laughs> Can, am I the only? Maybe this is stupid. Uh, Arista Beth, Arista. What is this? You're saying it's quiet, and what is this thing? It's a Reesebeth. It's oh, I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The Reesebeth is a tree here in the woods. the The professors keep it. I don't know why, but it uh, for a while it was uh, making all sorts of blights and and other monsters to keep the rest of the beasts in check. I guess I don't know. Problem is, we ain't seen none of those beasts for a while, and last time that happened. Um, Shit got dark. Real dark. So the tree stopped making blights, and that's a problem? It was like it was preparing for something. The last time it did that, it, it uh, kind of conquered a, a, a northwest portion of the woods with those twig blights. I, I wouldn't recommend you going to that portion of the woods. It's... All kinds of scary right now. Direct 
Durak looks at the others and shrugs his shoulder goes, well, y'all want to head that way? No, like, you don't understand. <laughs> don't. Please don't go into... She, like, you can see she's actually scared. She, she says, don't go into the barren lands. It's... I ain't even seen the professors go there. Nothing grows there anymore. Any shrubbery or life you see is alive, and it is vengeful and hateful. Yardy is very bad at lying because, again, he doesn't get culture. He doesn't. He he wants to emulate what he sees. He doesn't understand the timing of it. So he looks at Ruby Ann. And he looks back at Cash, and he looks at Ruby Ann, and he looks back at Cash, and he smiles, a very cat-like smile, so it's not really pleasant. Lots of teeth, lips pulled back, and he he winks at Cash with no subtlety. No, we, we shan't go to the barren lands. That sounds like a terrible time. Awful. Wink. He says wink. Wink. He says wink. Of course he does. And Cash winks very obviously back at Yardy and says, Ruby Ann, no, of course we would never. But if we did, which we won't, what, how could we fight these things? You probably have something that could help us. I mean, we're not gonna go, but if we did, maybe could you sell us something? Not that we're gonna go, but yes, we're gonna go. So sell us something that will help us. (laughs) She... She just kind of puts her face in her hands and she says, I actually got nothing like that. Most of my shit's recreational. I don't got a lot of performance enhancing shit. Cash looks back at Yard and goes, I don't need that. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> yes, I do. Anyway, continue. Siggy shakes her head. Just, just ashamed. Siggy looks at you guys and says, I am a little nervous about going to a place described like this, but I can't be the only one interested in seeing this tree, right? Durek, again, just sort of looks around, and he's starting to get kind of impatient, and uh, you can see it. (laughs) You can see he's kind of twitching around a little bit, and uh, he goes, so are we going or what? Yardy sticks his, his paw out and gives a thumb up, and when he puts his hand all the way out, his claw on his thumb pops up, too. Just for emphasis. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's all he does. Cash jumps up and, and nods at Durak and then kind of looks back down at Ruby Ann and goes, I mean, we're not we're not going. And looks back at Durak and shakes his head. We're, <laughs> we're definitely going to listen to you, Ruby. Trust me. Boy, I ain't blind. I can see you, you doing all this shit. You ain't as subtle as you think you are. <laughs> jumps up and, and smacks you across the head with her flip-flop. <laughs> it's called a chocla, David. <laughs> <laughs> she goes back into her house and you, you just hear her banging pots and pans together and, and just grumbling. I can't believe I'm young and I'm going to lose one of my best customers. Dang old. Cash holds his hands up and says, okay. I mean, I'm scared. Don't get me wrong, but... Uh, this will make a good story later on. So let's go. All right. And Direct leads the way. Is it northeast? Uh, northwest. Northwest. Okay. So Direct leads the way in a northwesterly direction. All right. You guys make your way. 
the path goes from being well-trodden to a little hard to differentiate and then almost as though someone has marked off a line there is a huge difference between the woods you just came from and the woods ahead of you the woods you came from are lush and alive the woods ahead of you look as though everything is damp and swamp-like you get the intense smell of mildew on a hot wind blowing towards you and it's it's like a solid line between this and the forest you came from and you see in the distance in the foggy distance you can see some movement and siggy is on cherry she looks around she says are we really doing this Durak's gonna um hold up a hand and say um everybody stay here a second and he's gonna take a few steps towards those those shadows that he sees moving. Yeah. I actually have pretty good stealth now. So Durak on a twenty-two is gonna stealthily move toward those shadows to see if he can see what it is. Okay. You move towards the shadows. You see a large amalgamation of plants just sloughing through this swampish land it's almost like an elephant if an elephant was made of moss and vines and grass and mushrooms you can't make out a head or a tail but you can definitely make out that it's this vast amalgamation of nature on four legs moving is it a is it an animal or is it like a, a plant give me your survive yeah fucking no it's a plant it's a plant okay cool so Durek's not going to be able to interact with it any other way does Durek recognize this thing like has he seen anything like this before or, or read it or like heard anything like it in his travels no okay this is all utterly new okay cool 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 um this is lovecraftian almost to Durek, i imagine mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay so Durek feels the the hair on his shoulders bristle and he slowly backs out the way he came. And he gets back to the edge of the woods. And uh, he looks around and he goes, Y'all, what's in there ain't like nothing I ever seen before. And you ought to know what it is before we take any steps in there. There's something in there looks like a, like a four-legged... Uh, it's got... It's got fines. It's got... Y'all, it's the damnedest thing I've ever seen. It's like if four trees went walking off together through the woods. So it's a living, I mean, plants are living. Cash, that was so stupid. (laughs) But you're saying it's moving like an animal? It's a plant? I mean, Durek, it's foggy. Are you sure? Durek narrows his eyes at him. Yardy twists his whiskers just a little bit like you would play with a mustache. And he reminisces of all the vines and plants that he's eaten in his life. And he goes, I believe we can handle a plant or two. It can't be that bad. I, uh, so this is a lesser known, very odd trait of my bardic powers. I 
can speak with plants. It could come in handy. I don't know if it'll want to talk. This doesn't sound like a normal plant, but worth a shot. Durak shrugs his shoulders. We got no other choice, really. I mean, unless y'all want to turn back and y'all ain't turning back. Yardy starts walking forward. Nice. Nice. All right. Durak, Durak like catches up to him and is walking like right beside him. I'm going to be in between them. They're my meat shields. I'm, <laughs> I have almost my head sort of like kind of trying to peek over their probably Yardy's shoulder. I'm not a super tall man. Preparing to try to speak with this thing, whatever Durak's described. I definitely don't think that Yardy's walking as confident as Durak is, but he's, he's interested. He's confident. He's survived getting to where he needs to go. So I, I think until shit hits the fan, he's he's interested. We're, he wants to move forward. He wants to go see it. Durak motions for all of them to come closer and, and they get he gets real close with them like in a huddle. Um, and he goes, look, if this shit goes south, run back to the living woods. Don't leave each other behind, but you can leave me behind. I'll catch up. Cash puts his hand on Durak's shoulder and says... No way. This was a bonding trip, and we're roommates. And I just got used to you, and I'm not looking forward to getting another new roommate. We leave together. Yardy puts his hand on Cash's shoulder and goes, Same. Wait, am I supposed to put it on his shoulder too? I thought I was supposed to put it on your shoulder. Is this a triangle thing? Do I put it on him too? Durak puts a hand on, on both of their shoulders, and he goes, You know we might die, right? You know, there are worse things. Midterms aren't super cool. Um, <laughs> Siggy chimes up and says, or super safe. <laughs> <laughs> See, she knows. Yardy just shakes his head and says, we wouldn't be at the adventuring college if we weren't prepared to die at some point, I guess. Durak slaps them both on the, on the, on the shoulders with his, with his giant hands and um, turns back in the direction of the walking plant beast, unslings his axe, and he walks forward in a real, like, lopy, confident sort of way. And his axe sort of trails the ground just a little tiny bit, burning up the damp, uh, moldy there's stuff steam underneath. Off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you see this trail of steam behind him as he as he walks forward. Cash knows that part of this plan hinges on him being able to talk with this thing and, and hopefully communicate in some way. And despite the beautiful pep talk that just occurred, is scared shitless on the inside. So while Cash is walking up to this thing uh, with the group, you just hear him under his breath going, to the left, to the right, to the left, to the right. <laughs> I'm just I'm just singing Tootsie Roll very quietly to myself. <laughs> I think before Yardy takes off and tries to get a little bit closer to... Durak, he turns and looks at at Cash. His, his tail's bristling a little bit. Uh, he's he's excited, but he is definitely a little bit nervous. He's got a, a very low purr going on from the excitement, and he he looks at Cash and very seriously says, "Just no. You're good at this. I I know you doubt yourself sometimes, but you're excellent. Don't forget that." And then he turns around and runs off to Durak. Siggy. Sighs, and she says, "All right, fine." <laughs> and Cherry pulls in its regular spider legs, 
and brings out what look like tank treads. Yes. <laughs> like all-terrain shit and and she begins to go in and she's she's not too far behind you guys all right i want to go ahead and get initiative because the likelihood of talking to this thing and succeeding is not high we have advantage on this right uh you and cash do yes i have a 19 23 Oh, even with advantage, I got a 10. Why am I always going first? Well, you get the talking out of the way. So. Uh, yeah, no kidding. So do you want us to do an investigation check or perception check to try and find this thing? Uh, no, you can. When you get back, it's very easy to see. It's it's a lumbering, shambling mound of earth and plant life and it's it's just the only thing that you could make out of it being as far as like anything you've ever seen is four legs that are slowly moving how big is this thing are we talking like behemoth size or like we're we're talking like as big as an elephant okay it's large which i think is as big as an elephant sounds great i have to be within 30 feet all right when you get within 60 feet of it it does stop moving and it was moving let's say like you guys are facing it it was moving to the right and then suddenly it stops and it's almost like it's just started moving to the side now it's almost like whatever side its face was on has now shifted on the side to where you are oh and is walking towards you. Oh. And you you are within 30 feet. Okay. So the spell, there's no roll. There's no, it's just you imbue plants within 30 feet of you. Even in the ability to communicate with you. Cash does his normal. Puffs out his chest. Sucks in all the confidence that he can. And looks this thing in what he thinks would be its face. And, and just says, Hello? Are you okay? And just sees if he can get a response. Oh, feed. What do you, uh... Yeah, I'm pretty hungry too, pal. Uh... <laughs> what are you, uh... What are you into? Let me guess, you're a vegan. That's pretty popular these days. <laughs> Food. I just turn around to Durak and Yardy and Siggy and say, he's, he's food? Okay, we're getting somewhere, guys. Holds up his thumb. <laughs> Turns back around. How can we... It's, it's, it's slowly getting closer to you as it's... as you're having this conversation with it. Tell it to back off. <sighs> okay, I look back at Durak and I summon my Durakness inside somewhere and I go... We ain't got no food here for you. Give me an intimidation check. Okay. Can I help her since I'm so good at intimidating? <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would say no. I, I'm not on this one. Okay. Y'all buckle in for this. I rolled a 25. <laughs> All right. It's wisdom. That's so. That's pretty great because it's wisdom save with this was uh, a six. <laughs> it stops in its tracks. 
and it's uh, it just says hunger we want to know what happened here and to help you if we get you something to eat will you help food oh my god yes food my dude does anyone have turns around to the group does anyone have any snacks a snack pack a cliff bar he already jiggles the catnip and gives his oh toothy smile Lord. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. <laughs> Yardy is going to pour a little out into his hand. He's going to rub it on his face, and then he's going to hand the bag to Cash. <laughs> oh, God. Cash, just holding up the bag, says, This seems like cannibalism, Yardy. He's a plant. Isn't that kind of weird? Don't you? Maybe not. No one? Okay. Yardy doesn't understand plants and what they eat. I guess he thinks that plants eat other plants, and he's assuming that he's just done it a favor. <laughs> Real quick, Nolan, roll 2d10. That's We're going to do percentile. Oh, boy. <laughs> the double zero is zero, correct? What? What's the other number? Seven. Okay, so it's seven total, yeah. I was going to say, if it's zero, you just rolled a 100. Yardy rubs the catnip all over his face, and suddenly his pupils go... Huge. And Yardy, everything is a conspiracy. <laughs> Every goddamn thing is a conspiracy. Birds aren't real. This water never existed in real life. This shambling thing? Well, that's just a bunch of dogs in a costume, isn't it? <laughs> you had to say dogs, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's something. So Cash has the uh, catnip and the beast moves closer to smell it. I think Cash has confidence now after realizing that speaking like Durak and, and having pulling up that, you know, intent sort of intimidated this thing enough to have him listen. Like, no one listens to Cash. So that has given him kind of some, some oomph. So he kind of holds his hand up to the group, like, give me this, let me try. Kind of rustles in his back really quick, pulls out some cheese from lunch sprinkles the catnip on it and turns and just shrugs like yeah this is good as we're gonna get and walks confidently towards the beast and sort of gently tosses the food again no idea where its face is or its mouth but tosses the food and says take this as an offering again we're here to help you we're not enemies a bunch of vines and branches quickly jut out of the top of it and form almost instantly into a some type of maw. And it just surrounds this drugged cheese. And the maw sinks back into the creature. Kate, give me fucking percentile here. <laughs> what could go wrong? 32. Oh my god, I was looking right at this one i don't know if that's good or bad <laughs> it explodes into a bunch of doves no <laughs> no i'm sorry my eyes went to another thing i'm looking at an insane and a madness table and <laughs> the one below the one i'm reading says your character will occasionally speak to a camera <laughs> 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 your character suddenly becomes jim from the office 
You guys. Yeah. Please. Just... That's what happens to the amalgamation. It just shrugs its shoulders. <laughs> womp womp. No, the creature suddenly falls to the ground and begins to shift and the the tentacles just just change and move around and it gets back up and it has some sort of a head now and it points it in the direction of cash and says i am i am it looks to you and it says I bring, I must conquer, woods be mine. And it begins to move past you a little bit faster than it was moving before. It, it moves past you the way you came. Like, towards the group, or even just past them, too? Past them, too. Wait! Do you... Cash sort of... Conquer! Yeah, I heard you the first time, buddy. Do you want to conquer the barren area? Maybe we could help you regrow the barren part. Conquer all! Can you already get a perception check to see if this thing is good or bad? I think that that'd be an insight check. Okay. We'll go for it. Okay. Uh, that's a 19. Honestly, you're not sure if it's good or bad. It definitely seems primal. You don't know what its intentions are. Whatever it is, it is on a mission for itself. It looks like. Whether or not it was on a mission for itself before, you don't know. Do we know if this is one of the blights that the tree creates? Or is this... Would none of us know that? Ruby Ann said literally everything like that was growing in this area was under that tree's control. Okay. So you you know it's one of the Ristabeths. And we don't want to piss the, the tree off, correct? That's what we've been told. Like That's what she said. <laughs> um, like, no, it's literally what she said. Durak follows it. All right. How fast is it moving? I mean, is it still... It's... Is it still trudging? It's moving, like... Yeah, it's it's it was moving like its movement was twenty feet per round, and I think right now with its determination, it being full of determination, is uh, twenty five feet. So my my speaking with it only lasts for ten minutes. So okay, I'm sure we're coming up on that time. Yeah, I look at the group specifically. I'm, I'm I look at Tadurak and I say, if that thing starts heading for the school, we've got to take it out. And, I mean, we saw how great my thunder wave worked before. <laughs> but this thing is a group of moss and, I don't know what, and cheese now, apparently, and catnip. There's a lot of weird stuff going on in there. But I've probably got 45 seconds left to talk to it. Any ideas, anything, before we follow this thing? Yardy leans over and goes, why you gotta walk like that? Why is it? Why is it got to talk like that? What's what's going on? I, just, I don't like it. I don't like it. You're in with big, big dog, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, Direct Direct doesn't know. Um, he 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 does say. Um, I'm just waiting to see what happens when it gets to the real woods. It's it's in the real woods. 
nothing bad happens. Like it's it's just still making its way through there. It's ignoring a path. It it's making a straight line for whatever it's trying to get to. Oh, Durak with his map skills and his survivalist background um, should know any major landmarks that are in that direction. I'm trying to think like. Let me ask you this. Do you think Durak would have had at one point, at any point, a map of the woods that they definitely have, like maybe at the front of the woods of the school? Like, would he have looked at that? Here's the thing, man. Here's the thing. Durak is so good at directions that he will never, ever, ever use a map. Well, that's the thing is, is like, so it's going to be his downfall right here. He doesn't, he doesn't have a map of the woods. He won't get a map of the woods. And you won't stop and ask for directions. I've told him a hundred times. He just won't stop. Exactly. Could could Durak run in the direction that the beast is walking and get ahead of it and see? Yeah. Okay. All right. So I think that would have occurred to me if I was trying to measure out the distance and create a straight line. So Durak is going to look back. And see the trail that the thing has cut into the real woods, uh, because he can clearly see that. Yeah. And using that, he's going to just continue that line like a ray. And um, he says, uh, he says over his shoulder, I'll be back. And just runs full tilt. Full tilt is twice your regular speed, right? Yes. So I can do, I can cover 80 feet now. Um, then if I'm sprinting, because I get a 40 on, foot, uh, 40 is... foot walking speed now. Oh my God. Jesus. Before yeah. he gets too far ahead, Cash is going to cast his cantrip message, which allows me to point a finger at a creature within range and whisper. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to say, Derek, just get within 80 feet or 120 feet and just whisper back. You don't have to come all the way back. Just tell us what you see. Maybe we can stop this thing before it gets there or at least slow it down. Okay, so I'm going to charge ahead about a, I guess, for a turn and a half. So about, you know, 120 feet or so. And going to look around so I did insight. Uh, perception. Perception. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And that's going to be an 18. You see in the distance a path, like a, a way back onto one of the paths. And if you get closer to it, you actually see over the canopy of the woods like as though there's a small hill and then you can see in the distance again you see the top of a giant tree wow okay cool so durak is gonna look back gonna look back in cash's direction and even though i mean we all know that he would just have to like just say the thing durak puts his hands over his mouth he goes there's a real big tree up here. Cash falls to the ground because it's so loud in his head. Like, it just comes back. <laughs> I just wasn't ready for it in Durak's big booming voice. Well, this this tree is, is like a mile away, by the way. Like, you're, you're seeing it in the distance, like the Deku tree from Hyrule Field, you know. Yardy seeing Cash fall down without any provocation pulls his gun out and starts trying to find something that knocked <laughs> Cash over. Absolutely. <laughs> and Durak's waving his hand like, come on, come on, come on. Cash definitely can't run quite as fast, but looks at Yardy and says, all right, kind of pulls himself up off the ground and, and rubs his head and says, all right, buddy, we've been called to action. Let's hoof it. Yardy hates running as as his roundness might show, because again, Tabaxi are very lean, very dexterous people. Yardy is none of that. So he he looks at Cash very seriously and goes, can, can we not let Direct just, you know, tell us and we can shoot it in the butt? 
I, I, I love shooting things in the butt. It's so much easier. Yardi, please promise me you'll never say that sentence ever again. <laughs> oh, oh God, is that one of those things I'm not supposed to say? I've already messed it up. And Yardi starts running. <laughs> All right, Durak doesn't wait for them, but he does slow down. Yeah. He continues in the direction of the tall tree, but again, real slow, almost ambling. So y'all are trying to get to the this tall tree before... Before the beast plant thing does. Okay. Yeah. I, I think it's fairly easy to do because it's not sprinting. It's it's moving 25 feet around. I think even finding out what is there, we can circle back and, and get to it before, you know, not waiting for it to catch up to us. Right. If something's there that we can warn or to get away or at least have an idea of what it's trying to conquer, you know, might give us some, give us some time to think ahead. In, in the distance, I'd say you've been running about three quarters of a mile. You see in the distance a shack along a path at the foot of this giant tree that you've seen in the distance. This black tree with hanging weeping willow-esque branches. And you see what looks like an elven woman tending to its roots. Uh, Direct stops short, hoping that he's like still far enough away that the, that the woman doesn't see him or hear him or sense him. But he looks, he looks at cash and he goes, uh, buddy, I think this one's yours. Oh yeah. All right. Time for the old cash charm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I will be cordial. So cash tries not to surprise the woman, uh, tries to just sort of casually walk up and uh, excuse me there's something coming uh you should probably leave or help maybe leave we want to leave i'm cash uh yeah. who are you <laughs> give me a perception check really quick okay this is the third 13 in a row I've rolled for perception. Nice. Wow. Like, total? Yeah. I've rolled a nine okay. every time, plus four. My god. That's so weird. So this is how I, I will paint this scene. This elven woman has her back to you. She has a long, flowing white dress that's tattered at the bottom and long white hair. And the moonlight is hitting her in such a way that she's almost glowing. And she hears your voice and she says, What's coming? I can handle most things, dear. I think hearing her voice, I feel, you know, this whole time we've been running and and I've been amped up from chasing this thing. So in this moment, I hear her... And I feel calmed, like almost like when you, your grandma talks to you. Yeah. And I say, I don't know what's coming. It's this amalgamation of, of moss and plants. And we fed it catnip. And I don't know why we did that. But now it's it's out to conquer. It just keeps growling that it's going to conquer. Conquer. And it's headed this way. And I, th- 
I... She holds up a hand, and you see it glows with a, a green aura. And she says, It's one of our mounds, dear. It's come. I'm unsure what it wants, but it's coming. Are we all standing close to Cash and this lady, or are we far away? Is. I, I, I thought y'all were hanging back a bit. Oh, okay. I just, I just meant like Cash should take the lead. I, I was assuming that we were like kind of all wandering up there, kind of together. But that's cool. I, I can dig on the hand, on the hang back. The, the reason I asked if we were close is because. If Yardy is far away and can't hear this conversation and just sees a woman raise a hand with magic imbued in it towards Cash, yeah. he pulls out his blunderbuss and just shoots it straight into the air. Just <laughs> just to get the attention of what's going Damn. on. Alright. As soon as you fire it into the air, this woman turns her face abruptly Cash, you are the first to see this woman's horrifying visage. Her face is old and almost veined, and her eyes are bulging, and her teeth are bared. And I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Cool, cool, cool. Definitely my strong suit. No. No. No, David. It's not. Um, I rolled a 12. Total? (laughs) Yes. Oh, man. No, because the DC's 13. I'm so... I feel bad for you. Ugh. You are frightened of this woman before you. And she looks... Like, as she's staring at you, she says, Leave! Be gone! Thought! (laughs) I think Cash was scared until he heard that part. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Yeah, no, I'm editing that out. (laughs) Can, in this feared state, am I able to react or say anything uh, other than run away or am I I I will let you say something as you run away but that's about it okay Cash is always scared but this is a new type of scared holds both his hands up and and says I will go but not far we need to know what's happening here and And that's all he can get out. I mean, he is scared for himself. I think at this point he realizes that his friends are now in danger, too. Yeah. So you have to move your full movement. That's 30 feet back. So you get... You're you're back with your friends? Am I like Squidward, where I'm like in fetal position, and I'm just like, future! (laughs) Future! I... I think you've just got... Give me another wisdom saving throw real quick. We'll see if you get out of it yet. Eight. Eight? No. Your stomach is dropped. You you feel as though you... Your, your stomach's been replaced with a bag of ice. And it feels like it's about to fall out your butt. It's, it's awful. Yardy has reloaded his blunderbuss and is pointing it. He's, he's now in front of where... He's in between this lady and Cash. 
and he's got the blunderbuss trained on this lady. I, she's probably too far away for it to hit, but he is in full protective mode. Like his his one true friend has been threatened and now feared, and he's I mean like he's ready to run down the path and do battle, but he's he wants to make sure Cash is okay before anything else happens. I I would say, you know, y'all y'all are probably about eighty feet away from all of this. Cash is made it back. Give me another wisdom saving throw, Cash. 19. You are out of it. You're, you're snapped out of the fear. The ice is melted. Y- your butt is clenched. Nothing's gonna fall out. Back to normal. Okay. Listen, hag. I have had a day. Okay? Oh, wait. Are you going back? I'm just yelling at this point. <laughs> okay. Listen. I've had a whole day of it. I'm not in the mood. You don't scare me in front of my friends. I'm already the coward. <laughs> Cash is gonna run forward like an idiot and cash and cast. He's gonna cash. <laughs> He's gonna cast Cloud of Daggers. <laughs> Good Better Quest is a Final Plank Media production. This episode edited by Nolan Lacey. Introduction music, A Prelude of Space by My Instant Lunch. Background music provided by Kevin McLeod and TabletopAudio.com. As always, thank you for listening.